welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. Sean talked to the chief medical officer at Boston Scientific today, and he just wanted to give us a little sneak peek into that conversation before we jumped into today's news. Sean, do you want to take it away? Yeah, obviously, yesterday's episode, we had a lengthy discussion about the FDA approval for the Ferropulse pulse field ablation system. And I was fortunate enough to talk to Dr. Ken Stein from Boston Scientific all about that system, about the commercialization effort, about some of the technical aspects. So, yeah, we'll uh, hopefully have a chance to get that written up soon and, and have something out potentially on both Mass Device and keep an eye out on medical design and outsourcing for a more technical look, hopefully. Those will be out soon and looking forward to sharing that with all the listeners and readers. Yeah, pulse field ablation is seemingly just a topic that keeps evolving in med tech. So I'm looking forward to reading that. But what news do you have for us today? Well, today we'll discuss BD's earnings results, a new AFib ablation trial, another name in the mix for renal denervation, a legal settlement between two ophthalmic companies, and a big investment by one of the fastest rising names in the brain-computer interface space. What's the first news story that we should know? BD has increased its guidance ahead of the remaining three quarters of its fiscal year, despite some mixed first quarter results against Wall Street. So an interesting quarter for BD, but certainly some optimism ahead of the rest of the year. How did the company's medical segment perform? Medical sales ticked up 3.5%, while interventional revenues grew by 5.2%. The only dip in BD's revenues came from its life sciences portfolio, which includes diagnostics. There were some slowdowns there, but medication delivery, infusion, and pharmaceutical systems all bolstered growth on the medical sales front. What did the CEO have to say about the company's performance? Tom Poland said that the first quarter results reflected the company's strong execution of its strategy, particularly leveraging its broad portfolio of simplification programs to deliver both margin performance and cash flow ahead of expectations. He added that the company is building momentum, advancing its strong innovation pipeline, and accelerating the adoption of its BD Excellence operating system and is well positioned to achieve its increased fiscal guidance to create sustained value for stakeholders. So with all of those initiatives to grow business, what revenue guidance did BD give for fiscal 2024? Well, as mentioned by Poland, they they upped the guidance. So 2024, they're expecting revenues between $20.2 billion and $20.4 billion compared to $20.1 and $20.3 billion previously. It also forecasts adjusted EPS between $12.82 and $13.06 compared to $12.70 and $13 even beforehand. What's the next story that we should know? Cortex has initiated a trial of its mapping technology for AFib ablation, a relatively new player in the AFib ablation space, only launched by IX Health a couple months ago, is now making inroads with its technology. What will this trial evaluate? It looks at Cortex's AbloMap system with the newly released AbloCath mapping technology. It aims to demonstrate the electrographic flow or EGF mapping and how it can identify EGF sources outside of the pulmonary veins in all types of patients. 
And that includes those with paroxysmal, persistent, and long-standing persistent AFib undergoing de novo or redo procedures. Interesting. Seems AFib treatment is really having its moment in med tech. What does that system do? Yeah, so it includes a workstation with software and a monitor, amplifier, and a proprietary basket mapping catheter and cables. So with this EGF mapping, it allows physicians to detect EGF sources, leading to individualized ablation strategies and potentially improved outcomes. And what's the next news story that we have? Sonavi completed enrollment in the trial of its ultrasound renal denervation for hypertension. And we just talked about pulse field ablation, but renal denervation was another really hot topic recently and a big talking point a couple months ago when Medtronic and Recor won FDA approval for their renal denervation system. So now we have another player in the mix. And what is Sony V's technology? So it's called Tyvis Therapeutic Intravascular Ultrasound, and it treats a variety of hypertensive disorders by providing a minimally invasive procedure that uses high-frequency, non-focused ultrasound energy to ablate nerves in the renal arteries. This causes a reduction in nerve activity, which could decrease blood pressure. What will this trial look at? So the reduced one FDA investigational device exemption study is evaluating the renal denervation technology in two enrollment cohorts conducted under an identical protocol in the U.S. and Israel. There are 25 patients in the U.S. and 15 in Israel for 40 total. All patients are now in the follow-up phase and they're measuring the primary efficacy point, which is change in daytime systolic ambulatory blood pressure at three months. Entering the renal denervation market is becoming a more common thing right now. So what are executives saying about this? Tommaso Zambelli, CEO of Sonavi, said the company's next commitment toward patients, physicians, and regulators is to now clinically validate the Tyvis system in a global pivotal trial and expand its use under the pivotal study with radial access procedures. And now we have some legal news. Zeiss and Topcon have settled a trade secret theft lawsuit. So the payment was undisclosed, but Zeiss seems to have come out on top here, reporting it as a favorable outcome for the company. What was Zeiss's complaint in this lawsuit? Well, Zeiss asserted that Topcon illicitly obtained stolen company files containing highly confidential information surrounding its ophthalmic technology. And actually, if it hadn't been settled, it actually would have gone to a jury trial this month. So they sort of got it in under the wire, it seems. What did TopCon agree to in this settlement? According to Zeiss, TopCon agreed to several concessions, including a substantial undisclosed financial award to Zeiss's U.S. subsidiary set to be paid within 30 days. Additionally, the company agreed to destroy and not use any stolen Zeiss information within TopCon and it must return a Cirrus device and related software that was improperly procured and wrongfully used, according to Zeiss. Topcon must also destroy all copies of source code for its HFA extractor and DICOM decoder software applications, because Zeiss says they actually developed those using the stolen information. Topcon has to remove those decoders from customers worldwide who have versions of its harmony with that feature. What are some of the additional terms of this settlement? Additional terms include a permanent ban on using source code for HFA and DICOM to develop similar products. There's also a two-year worldwide ban on TopCon regarding the future development or release of features equivalent to those offerings. And TopCon agreed to a consecutive two-year worldwide ban on the development of features by any employee or consultant involved in this case or by reverse engineering using Zeiss's proprietary data. 
And what's the final news story that we have? The final story is that BCI developer Synchron has bought a stake in thin filmmaker Aquandus. So we talked Neuralink yesterday, and now we've got some big news from one of its main competitors in the BCI space. What does Aquandus do? Aquandus is a German-based company that specializes in high-precision components for healthcare and other industries. It bases its metallic components on state-of-the-art microsystem technology processes, fabricating thin film components for applications in medical devices as well as elsewhere. Those include micro-pattern nitinol thin films, and they feature high structure, resolution, high geometrical complexity, strong biocompatibility, and improved mechanical properties. How excited are executives there at Aquandas? Very excited. Rodrigo Lima de Miranda, CEO and founder of Aquandus, said the deal serves as a testament to the readiness of the company's fabrication technology and the company for the market. He also said this investment will not only strengthen its existing partnership, but will play a pivotal role in expanding facilities and capabilities at Aquandus. And can you remind us briefly what Synchron's technology is? Yeah, so Synchron, it's a really innovative. When you think BCI, you think you know, an implant in the head, but Synchron has developed a BCI system delivered through an endovascular approach. The company says it's the only one tapping into blood vessels to capture signals from the brain. Once implanted, it detects and wirelessly transmits motor intent out of the brain. So it could allow paralyzed patients to compose text messages, operate smart devices based on those brain signals picked up by an implantable brain electrode stent called the stentrode. Specifically, the company manufactures Centrode with a thin film process that prints layers of nitinol and layers of insulation contacts that serve as electrodes. So clearly, that's where the Aquandus technology comes in and why Synchron has a vested interest in the company. Well, that was the final story that we had for this Friday episode. So thank you, Sean, for bringing us all of your insights. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast connect with us online i'm on linkedin at danielle kirsch k-i-r-s-h where can they find you sean you can find me on linkedin sean s-e-a-n hooley w-h-o-o-l-e-y subscribe to the mass device fast five where we listen to podcasts and share this episode join us next week for your daily medtech news roundup thank you for listening Mm -hmm.